welcome to the Lifestyle and Overload podcast. I'm your host, Ty Seals. On this podcast, I discuss every possible way to thrive in overwhelm. As a wellness strategist, my ultimate goal is to help women show up as their best self daily. I focus on health and wellness because I know that every woman desires to live a life of happiness, optimal health, and prosperity. However, to attain these goals, we must prioritize our personal health and wellness. I believe that we all deserve to live in our purpose. And to do so, we have to cut through the red tape and live a lifestyle in overload. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Lifestyle and Overload podcast. I'm your host, wellness strategist, Ty Seals. The month of May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I dedicated my episodes to mental health. And on today's episode, I want to share simple ways for you to prioritize self-care on a busy schedule. Now, I know you're probably thinking, well, what does self-care have to do with supporting my mental health? Self-care helps you to support your mental health. It helps you to cope with stress. There's different levels to self-care, and I want to put you in a space where you can explore the things that would help to support you. We all have our own expectations of what being our best self looks like. And studies continuously point to the direction that your best self is the one that is cared for. As women, we lead very hectic lives. We are caretakers, professionals, students, parents, family members, friends, and the list can be never ending as far as the roles that we take on. So how does a person effectively prioritize self-care by managing day-to-day responsibilities? My friend, you have to prioritize it. So in this episode, we're going to explore some simple steps to get you started with making your self-care routine a daily habit, regardless of how busy your schedule is. Let's first start off by defining what self-care is. Are you a creator, entrepreneur, or business leader who desperately wants to grow your business with content marketing? You are clueless on how to make engagement content and want the confidence to make content that grows your business, audience, and generate sales? Content Confident is perfect for you. In this community, you'll learn how to turn the hundreds of ideas you have into real-life content for your brand, feel the peace of mind knowing that you don't have to worry about what type of content to make, convert your followers into customers with your content, and build a community of people just like you who love what you are doing. For more information on this membership, visit this episode's show notes. Self-care is the act of taking care of yourself so that you can continue to take care of others and handle your responsibilities without feeling completely tapped out. It includes having a wellness routine, where your diet, movement, and mental health are supported. Self-care is not selfish, nor is it self-indulgence. It is the one way that you can meet your personal needs. So before you begin, you would need to do an overall assessment and see where you are. I need you to ask yourself a couple of questions. What do you need? What are your essentials? So when I ask the question of what do you need, 
in my case, I needed at one point more time, more time for me to be still and quiet, more time where I didn't have to think about what was coming next. My essentials in that case of me needing more time was that I had to carve out time within my schedule so that I had more time to be still and reflect on the things that I needed, not what the kids needed, not what my husband needed, not what my mom needed, not what my business needed, what I needed. So my essentials at one point in time was to have more time pour into myself. The second question I want you to ask yourself is what routines do you currently have in place? I have a morning routine and I have an evening routine. In my morning routine, I wake up 30 minutes before my kids and I pray, I read my Bible, I do journal entries, and I say my affirmations. And this is before I wake the kids up. It's important for me to have this moment so that I can set my intentions for the day and it gives me a head start so that I can manifest the best day possible. Think about what routines you currently have in place. And if you don't have any that are in place, Start off by building a routine, whether it's an AM routine or a PM routine. How do you wind down before bed? What are some of the things that you do to get into a space where you're getting good rest? That's also important. If you're not well rested, it kind of spills over into the next day, right? So it's important that you, you have some type of AM routine or PM routine. And it doesn't have to be a whole two hours before you go to bed that you start this routine, but it's really the little things that you put in place that helps you to get into flow. I spoke about this in the episode about building routines, and this is also important where your self-care routine comes into place, right? Have you identified your time wasters? For instance, one of the things that I was really good at before going to bed was pulling up on stuff that didn't really serve my spirit. I'll be on the internet, scrolling through the shade room, not saying that scrolling on the internet is bad, but 30 minutes before bed kind of kept me up. And another time waster that I identified for myself was that I probably could have cut back on TV time during the week if I wanted to give myself more time to be still. When you identify your time wasters, you can put self-care items in place of the time waster. For instance, instead of me scrolling on the internet, I might listen to a podcast or read a book. Instead of watching a television show for hours on end, I might cut off at 30 minutes, bookmark where I left off on the show, and stretch. These are some of the things that I put in place of my time wasters. Last but not least, think about what are some of the, your favorite things to do for self-care. And I want you to jot down next to it how long these activities take. I have a 15 timer for journaling. Sometimes I'm in flow and I can journal for about 20 minutes, roughly, right? It totally depends on what are some of the things that you need and what are some of the things that you actually enjoy. At this point, I'm enjoying playing tennis. So that takes up a chunk of my Saturday, but I've managed to schedule my week out so that this is possible. Simple ways that you can make self-care a priority is to write your self-care goals. So this is strategy number one. Write your self-care goals. Once you've established what you need, make your self-care goals. And you have to make your self-care goals smart, specific, 
measurable, attainable, realistic, and time sensitive. No goal is too big or too small. However, these goals should align with what you need, what you want to happen, your essentials, and what you want the end result to look like. So you have to be practical and truthful with yourself. For instance, I really do like giving myself um, facials, but it wouldn't be ideal for me to give myself a facial in the morning. That might not be ideal, but that can work on a Saturday morning. If I made it a point to say, hey, this, this Saturday morning, we're going out for brunch. I give myself a facial. The kids' things are already laid out the night before, so they know exactly what they need to put on. And while this face mask is drying, I've already, I got up in the morning, I brushed my teeth, I washed my face, I steamed for a little bit, I put this face mask on, the kids are getting ready. They already had their things out for the night before, and I've managed to give myself this facial one time for the week. Now, say you don't want this facial to be something that you're habit stacking, right? You're doing other things while you're while you're doing this facial. Is there another time, maybe Sunday evening, where you can give yourself this facial? You have to plan for it. And that was very specific. My specific thing was I wanted to give myself a facial once per week. Or your 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 goal could be once a month, I want to go and get a massage or once per quarter, once every three months, I want to go to the spa. These are specific, measurable, attainable, and realistic goals for me at this time. I've set up what I want to see happen to help support me. These are the things that I need. The reason why I brought up um, the massages once per quarter was because not everybody has it and nobody can go get a massage every single week. However, if you budget for it and you set aside time for it, then it's easier for you to make this thing happen. Strategy number two, create a self-care checklist. With the items that you listed as your favorites for self-care, use this as a guide of items that you can do. This way, you don't have to scramble to think of things that you like to do. Make this list easy to access. Self-care examples can be getting outdoors, reading a book, a facial, listening to a podcast, catching up with a friend, booking a massage, talking to your therapist, spending time um, with the ones that you love. These are all ways that you can practice self-care reading. Tap into the things that you used to enjoy when you were younger. For me, one of the things that I really enjoyed when I was younger was roller skating. I found like two roller skating classes that take place. One is virtual on Tuesdays and another one takes place on Saturday mornings. Now the one that's on Saturday morning, I have a conflict in schedule, so that wouldn't work for me, but I have a list of things that I enjoy doing. And these are the ways that I fill my cup. This does not mean that I'm not taking care of my family. My family's taking care of, I'll share with them like, Hey, I have this activity planned and I won't be available for this time. These are things that I've had to work towards over time. And it took a while for my family to get adjusted. When I took tennis, it was an early morning thing. My husband adjusted, was in charge of the kids and breakfast on the mornings that I went to tennis. And if you're a single parent, when I had my son and it was just me and him, self-care looked a little bit different. For instance, one of the things that I enjoyed doing was getting outdoors and into nature. I would do this during his soccer practice. 
he played soccer and I would explore the park. Or he played soccer and I had my yoga mat and I'll do yoga someplace else. He played soccer and I'll be reading a book. So these are the things that you can do to just pour in and tap into yourself. And um, say, for instance, you're single. What are some things that you enjoyed? Are you scheduling time to do some of these things? That's important. All right. Strategy number three, incorporate self-care as a part of your daily routine. Once your checklist is in place, you can identify the dead spaces in your routine and place self-care in those pockets. For example, you can wake up 20 minutes earlier, make yourself a healthy breakfast, say a few affirmations, or on your lunch break, can you journal or get outdoors for a walk? These simple actions will enable you to prioritize your self-care. And the thing about this is really cool is the more that you pour into yourself in those little ways, um, the better you become at doing it. I don't have to look at my calendar to know what's happening for self-care on any particular week. I've kind of built this self-care toolbox for myself. So it comes naturally, almost like breathing. Another strategy that you can use is to schedule the time, especially if you're still in the beginning phases and you're trying to figure out how on earth am I going to get self-care into this already hectic schedule? Put the time that you have scheduled for self-care in your calendar, basically time blocking. If you place your self-care routine in your top three things to accomplish in a day, you are more than likely to complete the task. As a best practice, you can schedule the exact block of time that it will take for you to complete the task and maybe even a 15-minute grace period, especially if you're still adjusting to taking time for yourself. Things that you can do is you can book appointments with your favorite hairstylist, nail tech, masseuse, or esthetician at a frequency that fits your budget and schedule. I spoke about this earlier on in regards to the therapeutic things that you can do. Journaling is very therapeutic. Saying affirmations, meditating, it supports you emotionally, even spiritually. It doesn't take much time for you to say, I'm going to schedule this time to journal. I'm going to schedule this time to rest because resting is productive. Another strategy that you can use is to make your self-care top of mind by being accountable. Give yourself daily reminders. You can put a reminder on your phone or post-it notes wherever you can see them easily as a form of accountability. You can tell your friends, family members, and co-workers that you started a self-care routine. These small actions can serve as a level of accountability. And the cool part is it might inspire others to join you. I never get tired of seeing the TikToks and Instagram reels that go in this sequence. Someone lights a candle, they pull out a journal, there's a hot cup of tea, and then you see them writing. It's like a visual reminder, these things are not expensive and these things can happen for you daily too. You just have to be intentional about doing them. And last, last but not least, if you want to prioritize pouring into yourself, you have to do it. Do not put yourself on the back burner because you are the most important person in your life. Self-care is the most important thing that you do daily because you cannot pour from an empty vessel. So whenever you begin to tell yourself that you do not have the time or you don't feel like it, 
give yourself a gentle reminder that you do matter. And if for any reason you fall off the self-care wagon, give yourself grace. You're not meant to get it right all the time, and you can always restart. With all that we are required to give on a daily basis, it is so important that you prioritize the person that makes all of these things happen. That is you. What you'll begin to recognize when you start to prioritize yourself is that it's not only good for you, but it also benefits those who truly love and value you. And it inspires those that are closest to you to take better care of themselves. So before I close out today's episode, you know, I'm going to leave you with a resource. And I found this book earlier this year. It's called Self-Care for Black Women, 150 Ways to Radically Accept and Prioritize Your Mind, Body, and Soul by Oludara Adio. In this book, you'll find more than 150 exercises that will help you radically choose yourself first. Whether you need a quick pick-me-up in the middle of the day, you're working through feelings of burnout, or you need to process a microaggression, this book has everything you need to feel more at peace. And before I close out the episode, I'm going to leave you with this quote from Michelle Obama. We need to do a better job of putting ourselves higher on our own to-do list. I hope that you guys find this episode informative and I hope that you're able to put some of the strategies that I gave you into practice. If you're ever listening to this episode and in the podcast show notes, you'll find the notes for this podcast and the resources that you can keep with you and use. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, feel free to email me or DM me on social media. Like I'm, I'm very active on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also send me an email at tyseals at lifestyleandoverload.com. I look forward to hearing from you guys. If you have any questions, I'm here. Love you and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Lifestyle and Overload podcast. If you have been trying to manage burnout, fatigue, or overwhelm, and are working towards creating wellness routines to show up for yourself daily, I invite you to join the Lifestyle and Overload community. There you'll be joined with women on the same mission and you'll get the tools that you need to be successful. I also encourage you to connect with me on social media. My handle is Ty Seals on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, and Clubhouse. Please rate and review this podcast so that other women that deserve to thrive are aware that this platform exists. With that said, thank you so much for joining me. Until next time.